Hello all guys, gals, non-binary pals. Welcome to the newest episode of the Noobs and Knockouts podcast. I'm Austin. I'm a knockout. Watched a lot of wrestling. I'm David. I'm a noob. Haven't watched a whole lot of wrestling. Watched even less of ladies wrestling. So I'm real hyped for today. Yes, today we return to NXT in our in our quest to follow the era of the four horsewomen yeah. uh, as their ascent to the top of the chain at WWE, starting from their time in NXT. Very, very appropriate is literally Charlotte Flair uh, to to, to uh, date when we air the when we tape hmm. this. Charlotte Flair winning the Raw Women's Title at Money in the Bank last night. So you know. Oh shit! Oh oh dip. Nice. Yeah, she's like a 13-time women's champion now. It's that great. doesn't surprise me. She's such a she's such a legacy and has the talent mm -hmm. to back it up. Like, oh my no, god. No, it was a great, it was a great, it was a great match. Oh but my yes, god. Uh, it is it was it is time to continue on. So mm -hmm. I don't have a lot to go through because and I'll remind everyone of what our format for this is and that why that is. But like looking back at what we did last time, it was a it was all about you know, Charlotte was the new NXT Women's Champion, and right as she won the title, Summer Rae, uh, her former uh, leader in the B in the BFFs, the be the beautiful fierce females, had come back mm -hmm. to NXT, and this led to tensions, and the group completely fell apart. And Charlotte beat Summer Rae to uh, retain the title. It was the first mm -hmm. half of what we talked about. Yep, and then back half we had the the uh, the climb toward greatness of Bailey uh, and her uh, meeting up with Charlotte to uh, uh, to try to uh, get the get the belt for herself. And though she was not successful, there seems to be a respect established between the two. Yes, uh, it was a very it's a mutual respect situation. They had a great match at NXT Takeover Fatal Four Way. And now we proceed on to the to the arc to the next takeover. Um, while I won't say for real for spoilers when uh, what exactly the match on that cart on the next takeover will be is we do know is that they set up Sasha Banks as kind of an immediate next challenge uh, after yep. at takeover. Sasha, Sasha appeared after the after the match to attack Bailey and Charlotte uh, had, uh, headed her off. Sasha to me is definitely like the the mega heel of all this. Um, mm -hmm. She's the one. She's she's the one that's gone really aggro and the one who's um, willing to show active violent disrespect to the people she does not like. Um, Charlotte feels I won't quite say an antihero, but more of this kind of cold figure. Um, uh, I'm gonna say like like. Um, lawful neutral sort of type uh mm -hmm. which makes her come off as very uh very cold and sometimes she can be uh she can be cruel and veer a little into like lawful evil ter lawful evil territory but um sasha i'm really excited to see what pans out with her because she is like she seems to be like the main villain of this and the way we ended last week with her like uh beating up on bailey after bailey's match with charlotte uh seems like it's going to pay off some pretty crazy dividends narratively. Yeah. And then of course uh, the question is, is where does Bailey go from here? You know, after, after the loss and then, and then Becky Lynch, the fourth, the fourth woman of our, of mm. our, of our little thing. She's no she longer. Step Irish, dancing. Nope. She was an Irish, Irish river dancer on our first trip through. She, I can guarantee you she's not that anymore. Nope. So she's got a brand new character direction that we will see on this show. Very excited. 
I just love I I I I I probably harped on this last time. I just love the super quick turnaround for Bailey's character, or not Bailey for 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 uh 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 Becky. <laughs> Becky, Jesus, uh, for Becky's character of of like yeah, she was a she was an Irish step dancer for like two minutes and then just completely scrapped it. Just like the super quick turnaround to me is hysterical. Mm-hmm. We everyone realized it was a bad idea. <laughs> I don't know how you didn't realize beforehand, but here we are. But I, I get I guess it took seeing it in action to be like, oh, so this doesn't this doesn't have any legs. <laughs> Never mind. Which is ironic considering, you know, she's step dancing, but hey! you know, whatever. But yeah, so what where are we covering is tonight <laughs> is we're going from uh the September 18th episode of NXT all the way to December eleventh uh at NXT Takeover R Evolution. And so for how that works for us on our end is that basically we're not going to be watching any single show. We're going to be watching only the women's segments on each show week to week. Yes. That's how. So uh, I'm at the end or at the end of our part here of the front half. So, but so if you wanted to follow along, obviously that's a lot to do. So I will say is that then just watch NXT take over our evolution uh, you could, or even just Google the uh, women's title match from that show. Though I yeah. will say, uh, it is a really, really good show. Like NXT Takeover: Our Evolution is absolutely up there in terms of one of the best NXT takeovers, especially if you're looking at the early years, the ver- like the very first few set. Like it's a fantastic show on the whole, but definitely the women's title match is very good. Uh, if you are looking to watch the whole show legally, uh, once as usual. Uh, Peacock, uh, fuck Peacock as a live fuck streaming Peacock. service, but you know, WWE, uh, took that billion dollars, so that's what we get now in America. Yay. Yep. But anyway, it's $5 a month tier for ads, $10 a month tier for not ads. I'm not going to plug it any harder because I'm still pissed at it for sucking. Uh, mm-hmm. I used to be able to say that you, uh, WWE Network, last I checked, actually, they flag VPNs now. So don't, I'm not going to recommend that as an option. But if you're if you're one of our viewers that happens to live outside of America, you lucky motherfuckers, mm-hmm. you can use the net WWE Network, $10 a month. Yep. Yep. All righty then. Uh, so that is our front half, a solid five, five-ish minutes but you know Damn. it is what it is you can only have so much to talk about well see you guys in the back half hasta luego and we are back we have just finished uh, a whole lot of nxt from the september 18th episode technically uh vert to the nxt takeover our evolution was a dis- that was on december 11th 2014 indeed it kind of cracks me up doing it the way we are because it really throws into stark contracts that we are just, for the most part, watching the same four women fight each other just yes! like over and over again. Uh, I mean, there there are some... You throw in the occasional Alexa Bliss and that one fucking job where they had up against Charlotte, but for the most part, yeah, we're yeah, like... Yeah. We're, we're, uh, we're just like... It's it's just... We're just cycling through this, this as many permutations of this as we could possibly get. Yeah, listen, listen. The NXT women's division at this point in time was very talented, but it wasn't that deep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just yeah, it yeah, just yeah. cracked me up. 
that's why I wanted to show the other arc. I guess I'll talk a little bit about it before we move on to the real meaty stuff. Is that like during this when I was plot when I was planning out this episode, I did consider doing showing more of the storyline that's going on with Carmella right now, and she's currently debuting. Uh, she's the princess of Staten Island, and she's based. She basically got brought into a storyline that we a uh, men's storyline uh, from a few months prior to this as like the hairdresser for one of the tag teams. Oh no. And, but she got dragged into wrestling bullshit kayfabe. And she's like, well, fuck, if I'm going to be here, I'm going to wrestle. You know what? And you're yeah. going to train me how to do it. Huh? for dragging me into this. And so they have these vignettes where she's training to wrestle. And then she starts getting in a few matches. And she kind of just basically, it's like quick squash matches uh, during this time period. And that's, and that's ultimately that. And I just didn't think we had time to cover much of it in any good detail, but like, I wanted to talk about it because it was kind of a fun, like secondary women's story going on at the time. I mean, yeah, I can get why we're not. Cause already there's like so much going on time wise and that's kind of disconnected. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. like, that sounds fun. Like, a fun thing yeah. to talk about at some point in the future. Yeah, it was a fun little thing. But, yes, let's let's go ahead and talk about, yes, the the the, the Bailey, Sasha, Be Becky, and Charlotte just wrestling each other for, yeah, for no. three months. And it was great. It, it, yeah, no, these are these are all, oh, really solid matches. Just the, just the consistent uh, work output being done by these four women continues to continues to be phenomenal. Um it's it's cool too. Uh, we kind of had, yeah. <laughs> For some reason, mirrors are such a fucking visual motif in in this thing. Um, I told um, you the Oculus mirror has arrived. Yeah, I like. I didn't expect them to. I I I always get surprised when these show do show, shows do like visual metaphor and shit. Um, but because because we we get not only some like blatant mirror imagery. Um, mm -hmm. but story-wise, we get, uh, we get a kind of mirror image going on, um, cause we have one, uh, one face turn and one heel turn that kind of, uh, um, we ha it has to be two and two. It has to be equally balanced, equally balanced as all things should be, David. And I was going to make a force joke there. Like, like, oh, it's two. There are master and apprentice, but that too. <laughs> That 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 also works really well. This, I mean, it, it, I'm not it wrong. It works really well, for, especially for with Sasha, how this. For, yeah, how Sasha and Becky go. Yeah, that does fit. The oh, always too a master and apprentice. Yeah, exactly. Um, but who is the master and who is the apprentice? <laughs> anyway, um, um, so what we get here is it starts off. It starts off pretty standard. Um, uh, you know. Uh, we get a we get a Bailey v Alexa match, um, which is really sweet. It's a face off, and they're being chill to each other. And the commentators are all like, "Oh, this is so nice!" And this, yeah, this, you this know, you know, sportsmanship. Yeah, in a storyline that is is a there's a lot of bad as we get into the real meat of the plot of this, there's a lot of bad blood fights going down. So it is nice that you get Bailey and Alexa both like the both the lighthearted kind of goody good goods fighting each other. And it was a bit of a rare pairing of a matchup, and 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 Bailey does get the W. Um, and 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 what's really cool about it too is is mm -hmm. is it's portrayed as totally friendly, which even in like yeah. face off matches we don't always get. Like they high five each other literally in the middle of a match. I've never seen a match like more explicitly feel like two friends having fun challenging challenging each other in a sport they just both happen to work for. Like yeah. that it 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 was. 
it was just a nice little like uh nice little like oh that's cute sort of thing so mm-hmm. i appreciated that bailey bailey is on her is on the come up to try to she she asks Charlotte to come to the ring, and is like, and she's like, "Listen, I let I let my I let my friend my fans down. I let my mom down. She was in the she was in the audience for Takeover when I lost to you." And she's like, "Please give me another chance." And Charlotte is like, "You didn't let me down. You didn't let anybody down. You gained my respect." True. And while of course she has to be like, "I'll beat you again." But she's like, I will let you have another match next week, kid. So I've, I've, kind of these first couple of episodes that we saw, or was it like an epilogue to the stuff that we watched last time? Yeah, I know. Kind of a, it was, a nice uh, little wrap-up to what we where we were at so we can move on to the next phase. Yeah, um, it, it's, uh, it's, uh, um, it's cool to see um, Charlotte be that explicit about her her feelings toward Bailey now. Um, they the, hugged the they and they hug uh the, the at one point later on we'll cover this they uh i i love like the slight awkwardness of their hugs because like mm-hmm. charlotte's clearly like the i don't do feelings type um mm-hmm. and bailey's all like you know uh uh soft girl sort of uh sort of vibes all only so mm-hmm. seeing bailey try to be like can, can i hug you and charlotte kind of being like yeah, yeah, yeah sure okay. i guess, yeah, I guess. Hey, <laughs> it's very cute um, so redemption arc complete, I suppose, for that friendship, um, um, which is which is, is is it's wholesome and a redemption arc. I am surprised is following through as kind of fully as it is. Um, I expected there to be uh, to an extent some something that went wrong again, but uh, spoiler alert for majority for pretty much the entirety of what we watched. It's nothing but smooth sailing for Bailey and uh, and Charlotte's rekindled friendship, which is really sweet. I think I think the fact that they have the heel turn planned in has kind of made them be like we we don't really have room to like add more ambiguity to this. Yeah, is but I appreciate that. Like I don't know. I this is maybe this, this maybe this is just my like conflict averse nature. I I like that they're not like beating the dead horse of like will they or won't theying their friendship. Like mm-hmm. it's it's recovered and that's that. We're not going for some like weird messy drama bullshit. They're friends again, and it's just gonna remain so. I yeah. I, I like that. I was kind of dreading them dragging out some more bullshit, but they did. No. Um. So the October second episode, uh, that you we get the Charlotte and Bailey rematch for the NXT Women's Title, and it it has a different vibe than the than their first time. Mostly because Charlotte gets real vicious, like this, in this match. Oh like, yeah, they may be friends again, but she was aggressively tar. Like that was the story of the match, where she is aggressively attacking Bailey's poor leg. <laughs> True. Yeah, no, uh, she's really going after it for this one. Um, she yeah, she keeps getting him, keeps getting Bailey in figure fours, which was painful to watch. I'm just sitting there going, ow, ow. <laughs> Just watching her leg bend like that constantly, just the same, the same attack on her leg over and over again. Why is it so much? So Uh, much bending. Yeah, I don't like more more bending than the Avatar was going on around here. (laughs) I don't, I don't know how like Bailey out of kayfabe is like physically withstanding that because I would just be like fucked up after like the first one. Yeah, no, that looks so that looks so rough. 
I don't have the I don't have the strength and stamina to do mm-hmm. to do this athletic stuff. Charlotte yeah. looks like she's putting her back into it. Like it seems legit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, but uh, and that that's basically how the that, yeah that's, you know, that's the whole thing. Come back, Bailey gets her comeback, but she's limping. She's hurt, and that's what allows Charlotte to kind of get the end up getting the win. She retains. Um, but it's a you know it's a respectful retain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then yeah. from there we move on to we that that plot's done. That chapter of the book is done. So we yeah. move on to October 9th. Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch. This is David's first time getting to see the new Becky Lynch. Yeah, she came Mosh out Perry. and it was like it was like it was like gritty realism. Becky Lynch shows up, mm-hmm. um, which I got a nice kick out. She's in all like black now, and she's like she's punk rock alternative whatever um instead of you know irish folk music or whatever kind of kind of very kind of polar opposite to where she was before yeah seriously they she she watched uh she 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 or she read watchmen and she's like she's like well fuck i need to do i need to do grim dark now um <laughs> no she read the dark knight returns as oh shit you right yeah that the Frank Miller really, really is what solidified it. The you know, that's a, mwah, you, uh, you. Actually, uh, you know, actually, you know what? No, she didn't read Frank Miller because then if she had, then she then her character would have been a hooker. That's that's. See, so I feel like have, her, I she feel like have read Frank Miller. I feel like her shitty heel turn, um, um, could have been a Frank Miller inspired thing of just like the world sucks and everybody sucks, so I might as well suck too. <laughs> I know we're doing a podcast on a very nerdy subject, but sorry Man. to anybody who doesn't read the comic, doesn't read comic books and doesn't God, know what we're, you know, we're making this, here. This show, this show's tagline should just be noobs and knockouts. Uh, if we're not too niche for you yet, just you wait. We can fix that. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, and, and yeah, it's cool to see new Becky. She goes, she's, she goes really, uh, she, uh, really aggro for for a lot of it. Uh, again, that kind of grim dark is not only her aesthetic now uh, physically, but she's she's going for it in ring too of, of going going harder against Sasha. Um, and Sasha, of course, is the as I uh, remarked in the front half, the vicious predator of this story. So she's she's fighting back just as hard. Oh yeah, I'll talk. I'll probably talk more about this when we get to the, our main event. Yeah, here. but like Sasha's really coming into her own. <laughs> Mm-hmm. as a character and a performer and it's like so good to watch yeah no her uh her um her ability to hold her own i mean not to say that she ever wasn't holding her own ring mm-hmm. but she continues to kind of refine her style i mean and that, that that's the cool thing about watching nxt right is like yeah. this is the training leagues and for as much as like it's the training leagues we're now where now people are performing tv ready um these are still newer performers relatively and yeah. people who are still working to hone their craft. Um, so it's really cool to see it, the perspective of everybody developing in real time in a way you don't get to see in normal WWE um, right. characters shift very rapidly. I mean, Becky being the prime example, um, you know, um, styles developed, um, things emphasized that work things de-emphasized that don't work all very quickly and all very visible to the camera 
So, uh, so Becky and Sasha is kind of a great match for that because they're two of the ones that are affected by this the most as Sasha kind of keeps getting pushed up and up further to, to be the arch heel. And um, Becky finally finds an identity that, um, that legitimizes her. Right. But Sasha does get the win and that plays. She does get the win. Um, Becky tries valiantly. Yes. um, But it's ultimately Sasha getting the dub. And this was, this was for, um, wasn't this still technically for um, title contendership? Uh, no. Oh, okay. I don't really think I don't know it was why for, I that. It, wasn't, it wasn't for anything necessarily, but it plays in, it plays into what Sasha and Becky talk about later, I think. Yeah. But it wasn't really an explicit because then the next next week, October 16th, uh Charlotte and Becky have a non-title match. And you know, again, Becky very valiantly fighting, but then Charlotte gets the better of her again. again. That's by that's that's her third one-on-one win against Becky that I can count. Uh so that but that leads into what happens uh later in that episode that's the more interesting thing to talk about is sasha is in the is in at the mirror doing her makeup for reasons i guess she's not on the show the rest of the show i don't know why but she's in front of the mirror and becky is like what you did to i can't do her accent except to say the disgusting um but what you did to bailey a couple of weeks ago was disgusting bailey was disgusting disgusting Disgusting. I'm not great at Irish accents, but yeah. I, mean, yeah. Can, I can do disgusting. Yes. So, and Sasha pushes back on this and is like, whatever. Like, who are you to come come at me about that, you loser? <laughs> like, and Sasha lays it on the table of like, I did what I had to do to win. And I'm wor- and that's working. Like, people like you or Bailey, they don't get ahead in life. So by being nice, you get it. And so, and she posits to, and she tells Becky to look in the mirror and ask herself what she wants to do. And she leaves and we get that shot of Bay of Becky. She's looking in the mirror, which can only of course mean one thing. As yeah. we move to October twenty third. Oh, before we move on to say it was, this, like, I was, I was a real, I thought it was a really effective story beat to do. Like I thought it was really it was really well done. Yeah, I mean, uh it, it no pun intended reflects what we had last time. Um um where we had the conversation between was it Sasha and Charlotte in the mirror or it was Sasha and Summer in the mirror. Oh, Sasha and Summer in the mirror. Mm-hmm. We had that conversation as well. Uh the mirror seems to be used uh in relation to Sasha as an indicator of like pivotal moment in in morality. Um, mm-hmm. the looking, looking at yourself and kind of recognizing what you truly are. And for both the cases here seems to be a bad guy <laughs> or the very least, you know, um, they, they, they see, they see dissatisfaction when they look in the mirror. Um, Sa- Sasha looked in the mirror and said, I need to be more of a shithead. Yeah. <laughs> Not going yeah. far enough around here. Yep. Um, so it's interesting that they keep bringing that back. Yeah. Um, and it, and like it, they did a really good job of playing into their action, playing into their histories and like stuff that makes sense because like, 
like it's easy to it'd be easy to kind of write this kind of thing and it kind of not land because you didn't really care too much about what the actual character backstory is like but, but it's like an easy cliche of like nice guys finish last you got to do whatever you want to you got to do whatever you have to to get ahead you know that's a bit of a narrative cliche but like whether I, whether it was fully intentional or just something they kind of like stumbled upon working, mm -hmm. it actually works for me here because it plays into their actual histories in that Sasha, while yes, she did lose to ba to Bailey last time for the number one contendership, she's kind of on the on the skyrocket. She's kind of on the a meteoric rise. Meanwhile, Bailey, uh, for all of her res for respect and and happiness and joy, she's zero and two now for the title and then becky is just on a free fall losing streak so it's like sasha acts like like sasha has a point in a sense because it, yes the good guys are last right now yeah seriously they're and not that, and, and, and bailey doesn't have a good rest of our arc here because she you know in in it stops because the story stops focusing so hard on her man she takes some beatings she she really does i mean i wouldn't say the story stops like focusing on her because she's still as much a key player as yeah i guess else. but like um it the focus shifts this isn't mm -hmm. this isn't anymore bailey protagonist of reality um right. it's it's kind of becoming more of an ensemble piece which i enjoy um mm -hmm. what's really cool about this for me is i like seeing the four personalities clash together um like it's 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 been a build-up that we've seen just between these past two times just because we watched through what like two months per session here um uh, we, we've gone from like may to december across Jesus, so episodes. even more than that so we, yeah we've, we've we've watched a long progression here yeah um so it's because it's such a long time it's obviously truncated for us but since it's such right. a long time it's allowed the space to build up to that each character has gotten their time to their time to be focused on time to develop and now that we have all four of them kind of set up um mm -hmm. it's time to let the four of them you know all hold equal mm -hmm. billing and play in the sandbox together yeah. um it's it's just it's just cool that um that we're getting for this being like a historical piece for us of the rise of these four women, the women's revolution, the fact that it was kind of built up to be that focusing on these four as kind of like the Queens of it all. Um, it, it's just, it's just really cool to see for me. Yeah. We have our, our time in front of the mirror is over for now. Mm -hmm. uh, but next October 23rd, we get Sasha and Bailey in in a bit of a rematch and this is this is narratively here to establish who is the next challenger for charlotte i don't yes. think they say that term explicitly but like Sar sasha getting her win back on bailey is narratively signifying like okay it's sasha's time to shine for this yep and so and after the match you know Sar sasha's doing her thing which is of course beating, beating up on, on bailey, bailey. Yep. beating up on bailey her favorite activity mm -hmm. um but here comes Becky ostensibly to help Bailey up because they've been friends. They've been established as friends. And then what? Bam. <laughs> Becky literally hits her, hits her in the back, stabs her in the back. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, she, she, well, cause she starts off. She does a, she does like the thing. She starts off. She picks, she picks Bailey up and hugs her 
And then Bailey yeah. starts to walk off. Then she runs after her, grabs her, and eats her. Um, mm-hmm. And Sasha's immediately like, "Yeah, my girl." <laughs> uh, and they and they walk away together uh, yeah. as villains of the piece. Um, Be- Becky has seen the light or the mirror, as it were. She looked. Mm-hmm. I keep making a jokes about this Oculus mirror. I should probably under. I should probably explain that one a little bit. Because it had because the term Oculus is a completely different context in 2021 than what I'm talking about. Yeah. So like this is a reference to the movie Oculus that came. It was a horror movie that came out around this time. Karen Gillan was star was the star of that movie. Oh shit. Yeah, and it was like I don't remember the plot exactly, but I do know enough to know that it was basically about like an evil mirror that if you like looked into it, it it like cause you to like warp dimensions and in your place would be like an evil version of yourself. Like there's a bunch of like mind screwy shit. And as it happens, WWE studios was also one of the uh, like supporting people who made the movie. So like they advertised the movie a lot on air on TV too. So it kind of became a fan in joke of the Oculus mirror of like people of like in the women's locker room in particular, because like, Charlotte's heel turn is was predicated on that. You know, Sasha, I'm pretty sure Sasha's heel turn was also preceded by that happening. And then Becky's heel turn happens because of the uh, conversation in front of the mirror. So the yep. joke is that like literally like they have these meaningful conversations in the mirror and then suddenly they're bad guys now. That yeah. Uh <laughs> um it's something about it's just a corrupting influence maybe there's a ghost in there oh um yeah i I couldn't tell you why but i think they fixed it we haven't had any mirror incidents in a few years (laughs) i think they i think they fixed whatever went wrong there oh shit well we also had a few a few weeks ago we had um uh mil muertes looking in the mirror uh he's a ghosty boy kind of katrina's showing up so okay so what you're saying is that katrina is in the mirror that's in nxt and that's why and then it got got shipped off uh to the temple at boyle heights uh and gabagoo (laughs) yeah they stuck it in the bathroom there's some cracks in it now it's fine so we're at it we're doing some insane continuity across our arcs (laughs) <laughs> the wrestling uh the, the wrestling expanded universe ah! the oh, w-e-u <laughs> w-e no no anyway. it can't be it can't be a cinematic w- universe because that w- might be w- good it, it has w- to be w-e-u oh my god wweu uh, yes no that, that's that's their that that's their hanna barbera cartoon cinematic universe god, uh, all their movies are clearly in the same <laughs> continuity. oh my christ oh, oh, yes. well there's an uh, arc for our show just reviewing all the hanna barbera cartoon movies you know, there are WWF and WWE people that show up at times in Hanna-Barbera stuff, so. Yeah, but do I God, want to are we going to end up reviewing the fucking Scooby-Doo? But anyway. I, uh, feel, like we, I feel like we should at some... I feel at like, you know, odds point. are that we'll hit it. We'll hit it. One day, uh, I'll just, uh, one day I'll just run out of things to talk about and be like, fuck it, we'll just do the Scooby-Doo movie. <laughs> Give God. me another week to figure something out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, well, well. Now that we've manifested, we have to. Um, but regardless, so yeah, we have the we have the face or the heel turn of 
of um, Becky. Um, yeah. and, and they they don't reveal what Sasha and Becky have a team name. And they haven't revealed it yet. And I'm very excited to mention it when we get there. But yeah, you seem really hyped for that. I don't know why. No, but... I I the I, I just think the name was really funny at the time. Like, um, but, but then but then it's like no, but then like say it, say the name, so I can say it on the podcast. Um, but yeah, it's so, so we have kind of our two factions fully solidified now of, um, of Becky and, uh, uh, and, and Sasha versus Bailey and Charlotte. We haven't, they haven't stated it yet, uh, by this point in our viewing, yeah. but it's become pretty obvious of what's kind of about to go down. Yeah. Where the lines are being drawn here. Yep. Which that does lead to October 30th, where we get Bailey being interviewed in the locker room by a mysterious person off camera. It's very weird because they never use this style of interview. So ne- yeah, no. I, okay, I, I, I was kind of confused. But... Yeah, I don't know why they decide to do that. But Bailey, she kind of gives the quick, quick, like, you know, I've been betrayed by my friend again. <laughs> but it's okay. Everyone okay. betrayed me. I went off with this world. Yeah, we, we joked the whole rest of the episode that Charlotte would betray Bailey at some point just because, like, well, that's what happens to Bailey. Brutus, no. Bailey, but all her friends are Brutus. Judas, you would betray me with a hug. <laughs> God, anyway, somebody yeah. please stop me. No. So we get this interview and Bailey is just, she says all that. And then she's like, well, guess what? You know, Sasha and Becky, they get their friends, but I'm bringing my friend and she's Charlotte. And Charlotte. So, which sets up uh, the November 6th episode where we get Sasha and Becky against Charlotte and Bailey, uh, another tag team match between the four of them. And it's like, Oh, how the turns have tabled now. Yep. Because and stakes are raised too. Cause it isn't just like, random becky thrown in with bailey because becky generically good like there is a full um yeah we got a full, full we got a full here. story here yeah um which, to, yeah which makes it all the more compelling and they do a good job throughout the match of carrying that story through um mm-hmm. we we see um the new working relationship between bailey and uh and charlotte and again what's cool about it is Bailey and Charlotte get along. There's no like petty bullshit going on. I there's no uh, there's no there's no tension. They they do the smart thing of like there's no tension to that friendship, and I, mm-hmm. that's smart because there's enough tension with the other two, with yeah. Sasha and Becky, that you don't really need to also add on this like can they coexist shit. Yeah, no. Um, and and I mean it it it, it kind of works too because. Um, Bailey as a character is, you know, she's kind of that just happy to be here sort of archetype. Um, and Charlotte is, you know, the legacy and Bailey for as, you know, much as she's, you know, wanting to hold her own and be her, be her own superstar and whatever. Um, she's still more than happy to defer to Charlotte and coexist with her because she's, you know, happy to have her on her side and, um, is still a good team player. Um, Mm -hmm. Due, due to her like really positive personality about things so charlotte uh so so we start off with it's bailey and becky in the ring and what's really cool here is we see bailey go hard like like a, mm-hmm. like really hard there, there's some anger behind it she's pissed off that becky betrayed her um and again the the 
cool thing about watching this in the way we are and watching it as NXT specifically is we kind of get to see a development of Bailey throughout this too, where mm-hmm. her character, now that she's kind of done doing the protagonist reality thing, she is, um, she gets to be a little more developed. Like, yeah, she's the, she's the chipper newbie who's happy to be here, yada, yada. Um, but she does have a, a side to her that is uh, that gets emotionally hurt and mm-hmm. is willing to, you know, be vindictive when betrayed, and um, you know, stands up for herself um, in these very uh, pronounced ways. They're a little, they're a little bold, a little daring, mm-hmm. um, and so we get the really first big hint of that here with Bailey going after Becky the way she does. Yeah, it's the kind it's the kind of attitude we didn't get to see. And to be fair, we didn't watch back when this betrayal first happened, so it's hard mm-hmm. to judge it. But we didn't get to see this attitude with her with Charlotte. Because that was fully that that story, even though they had history, that story was fully in the of uh, the about, you know, um Charlotte not respecting Bailey as a competitor and Bailey, you know, trying to show that she can rise to the challenge without while still keeping her, her her chipper optimism whereas in the you know with becky we get to see that like that her anger at at being betrayed that, that actually affected her and that was that was very nice to see a nice depth of character mm-hmm. that but that just that the store that the that her story with charlotte didn't really necessarily let her see yeah it's off. it's i mean i mean that's a full character arc right there mm-hmm. um this is a this is a direct a reprisal of something that's happened to her in the past uh, and she's learned how to deal with it and come more into her own as a character and i think too it speaks to uh writing and bailey as a performer like out of kayfabe getting more comfortable with the material and, and with the character that they're able to trust her with more than just like the caricature archetype they stick her with to begin with as her like developmental career starts mm-hmm. um yeah. she's allowed more range uh which is which is exciting um i i'm i loved bailey as you know just the straight up you know good guy soft girl whatever but now i'm i'm even more excited by her that she is going to display a fuller character uh uh character traits here yeah. uh there's 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 more than one side to it so we get we get a, we get the first taste of that here and it, it's it's very sweet to watch for obvious reasons emotionally um yeah. But then Sasha gets in the ring and kind of like what I was talking about earlier, Charlotte's Charlotte now is it's her turn. So she's going, give her to me, give her to me, give her. To me. And Bailey doesn't try to, you know, yeah. selfishly cloud chase. She happily passes Sasha off to, to Charlotte for, cause, cause she respects her friend, respects the beef that her friend has with Charlotte uh, and is a good team player. So it's all, it's all good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, and I think this matches also is a really good job of like showing the dynamic that Sasha and Becky work with of where Sasha is an abject coward <laughs> and mm-hmm. is, and when possible, let's Becky do the hard work. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um, because a lot of times, uh, we see, we see, uh, Sasha trying to duck Charlotte at every turn. There was something very, appropriately like rick flair-esque in charlotte in sasha's ability to just run like a coward whenever anything's going wrong for her but at this but then be a cocky asshole when everything's going right 
I mean, that's kind of the that that's that's really interesting too. Is that it's coming from uh, from Sasha rather than Charlotte? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's it's cool just generally uh, for as much as they harp on and we harp on Charlotte's legacy as a as a performer with her dad. Um, she still which is we say to- in a, which we, which we say in a much nicer way than they do. They do, yeah. The we're not. It's a lot less weird, you, We're not. We're not talking some weird eugenics shit. Um, um, but regardless, um, for as much as they harp on that, she still gets to be like her own character, uh, mm-hmm. an evolution of her father's shtick in a lot of ways. She's not just like this this clowning around, showboating, totally bad guy, evil heel who will do any number of awful things just for kicks. Like I said in the front half. She's like lawful neutral. Um, yeah. She's cold and she's driven. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't even want to say cold, but she's she's calculated and she's driven. Um, and her number one priority is, you know, do things for the advancement of myself, and you know, work within the the respect the rules of the tradition of wrestling. Um, we respect and then and 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 then once I'm taken care of, if there are people outside of me that want help, yeah, sure, I can see myself to that, I guess, too. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, and 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 the match uh, it ends with Sasha pulling the tights to get the dub. We're gonna see that a lot for the next few of these matches. Yeah, no, um, they really ha- they really hammer home how much Sasha and Becky are a bunch of evil cheaters because mm-hmm. they pull the tights for so for like three wins. Yeah, uh, and another thing that's cool here is like toward the end of the match, Sasha's really overpowering Bailey, and mm-hmm. Charlotte's calling out for Bailey, reach out, Bailey, reach out, and Bailey's not doing it pretty clearly because like she can't, she's not in a position to. You see her trying. At one point, she does manage to get an upper hand on Sasha, and at that point, she she you know is abjectly not reaching out, but that's just because she thought she she could get the dub. Yeah. But then they do a reversal. Becky comes a flying and knocks her out, and then knocks Charlotte out too. Uh, and um, it's right back to Sasha dominating, and mm-hmm. uh, they're not able to do the switch out. But it doesn't ever pay off into Charlotte being pissed off, like, why didn't you tag me out, bro? So, again, nice touch. I appreciate it. Yeah. Charlotte gets it. Heat of the heat of the match. Thought you had it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It happens. Yeah. Uh, then after that, we get uh, the November uh, 13th episode uh, where Sasha fights Alexa Bliss kind of all a bit of an just a established Sasha moment where we're really going to see her be vicious and mean to Alexa. Like she's just bullying her in the ring there. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a much different tone than Bailey versus Alexa earlier. Yeah. And at some point Alexa's actually like I don't think she broke her nose, but she gets hit hard enough that she starts bleeding. Yep. Right near the end. The, the hey, we finally get Hardaway bleeding here. Huh? Yeah, and chat and the crowd is going EC dub, EC dub, chanting for good old Easter EC Extreme Championship Wrestling. <laughs> but, uh, That's so goofy. This fucking crowd, dude. Yeah, the, this crowd it was wild. Like there were All so the many times. Were. There were some times where like. I couldn't tell what they were chanting, but I'm pretty sure they were just, I'm pretty sure half of it was them just chanting random bullshit happening in the crowd. Yeah. Uh, the NXT full sale crowd has always been a lively bunch and that usually works to their bent backs to the benefit. But at the same time, they're also really happy to chant for anything going on in the crowd. At the end of the time. <laughs> they're okay with doing that. Well, because, so. because, because, because we'll think about it. You, you, if you're, if you're going to see NXT live, 
you're more you're you know you're bigger into the culture you're more of a straight up wrestling buff which means you're gonna be more lively about it. but it also means you're gonna be you're 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 able to recognize how much of a meme it is and like you can you're you're more comfortable playing it playing up this random bullshit just for the hell of it so yeah. it makes perfect sense yeah. that the crowd is just gonna be dumb about it sometimes there's a reason full sale has a very polarizing reputation <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love yeah. it personally i i'm here no. for it i, like I enjoy it. it um but then after the mats sasha like d throws a little shade at alexa being like oh you okay mm. gonna cry uh by the way yeah, very, very brody lee-esque for some reason <laughs> is is big you're gonna cry you oh, bitch <laughs> Yeah, but um, be I was gonna say, is it Becky Lynch? Uh, for her, to her credit, she does. She has. She she really goes hard at this heel shtick now that she's in it. Mm -hmm. Like she's jaw jacking just as much as as Sasha is, even though Sasha's the one who gets the focus. Yeah, but uh, Sasha formally challenges Charlotte for the NXT Women's Title, and so it's it's pretty much a we're, we're all we're all systems go. So it is on. Yep. But then November 20th, uh, we get Becky and Bailey in a match that is kind of there to kind of reestablish Becky, like what she looked like as a heel, as a in term in the ring, like as a one-on-one -on -one kind of act, as opposed to being in a tag team with Charlotte. And yep. you know, it's a it's a good match. Um, and then Be but Becky done pulled the tights and Bailey loses again. <laughs> yeah, they keep doing they keep getting away with this cheating shit and the rest don't seem to be catching on. I also love like when commentators catch it but like it's still it's still not an issue cuz like it implies either like the commentators aren't allowed to like snitch or uh they're not or or like there's just some unspoken rule around commentators like like hey, we ain't no snitches, all right? Mhm. Mm um, it, it, it pulls it comes under that idea of like why isn't there instant replay in wrestling and the correct answer is of course if you did that then no one could cheat yeah why and isn't there in that, and that takes away from the purpose of a heel why isn't there instant replay in wrestling shut up that's why because it, yeah like you know it's one like it's one thing to see, be like the the heels got to be able to get away get like be creative and cheating so the referee doesn't see them okay that's fine if you're going to talk about like cheating that still makes sense but like instant replay you ruin the whole thing cuz then they would never get away with it and so then it's like welp <laughs> like how are you like it it it's it, it's it's kind of like the go-to way to establish like good guys and bad guys so you're kind you're handicapping yourself unnecessarily for no reason it's a fake sport who cares <laughs> um though i will say that one time WWE, like on pay-per-view they did a match and they had an instant replay and they never did it again and i'm like why did you do it for this one match why did you why like it's so confusing i don't remember when it happened exactly but it happened and it was, and it was the most like what the fuck moment <laughs> um it, they the, yeah no the, this this one was just was a was a wild one from start to finish but mm -hmm. um but yeah that fucking cheating dub uh. but then uh you know Becky and and Sasha are about to be like well time to two on one this one yeah and then Charlotte comes to the rescue and, and fends them off 
and then we get the backstage segment with uh with Sash with uh Charlotte and Bailey, excuse me, where Charlotte is lace is I think think she's unlacing her boots. I I would assume she's not lacing them up because she would have already had them laced. But Bailey comes to thank her. And Charlotte is like, listen, Bailey, Bailey, I'm not going to be here next week. She doesn't say why. I don't know why. I don't uh, why is Why is the women's champion not going to be here? Who knows? Not important. Shut up. Uh, She's like, listen, not going to be here. I know Sasha. She's dangerous. Whatever you do. Don't try to fight her next week because I'm not going to be there to help you. And she insists that Bailey try look her in the eyes and say that she won't do it, which of course Bailey doesn't do, which should be a sign to how this goes. <laughs> Bailey doesn't even attempt to look Charlotte in the eye <laughs> while Charlotte's talking to her. And, and, but Bailey's like, okay, I won't. Okay. It's fine. And then like she, hu- and then we get the hug like, he's like, come on, hug, hug, hug. And, and, and Charlotte's like, it was, it was for, for us, I can felt very much like the Voldemort Malfoy hug again, that awkwardness. <laughs> yeah. So I see that. But then, but, but Sasha, but Charlotte does reciprocate the hug. And we move on to uh, the 27th, the November 27th episode where Bailey comes out and she does not have a match. She even says so. And the crowd boos this real hard. <laughs> <laughs> he's like i don't have a match the uh, yeah the crowd the crowd really loves bailey but then she's like yeah, i'm not gonna fight they're like hey how fucking dare you hey whoa 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 more uh, blood I, for blood god yeah i love that the, i love i do love how like very like especially because this takes place in like such a post john cena world of like this kind of, it'd be super easy for the crowd to be like shitheads about such a like ideal like an idealist goody two-shoes character but they are all in on on the opposite effect and i like i appreciate that i know it's so nice yeah so bailey instead tells this story about how she's dealt with bullies like sasha and, and and becky all her life but her mom told her that you have to stand up and, and keep your head up high because bullies are just cowards. And so tonight, and so she wants, and she's here to tell Sasha and Becky that they're cowards and she's not backing down. Uh, which it's super funny because of how much that's such like a cliche platitude to do, to talk for, to tell like a child about like how to deal with bullies. Like the idea like they're all cowards and all you have to do is stand up for yourself and they'll go away, that kind yeah. of thing. And then they're like, ah, fuck no. <laughs> Sasha yeah. and Becky show up and like Becky, Bailey tries, but then they immediately wreck the fuck out of her. Yeah. Like, like just two on one stomp. They need the medical examiner and several refs. Oh, no. <laughs> no, like, absolutely crusher. So, as, as me, who loves destroying cliched platitudes, because I'm such a, I'm just a dick. You know, hey, no, I'm very, right there with you, buddy. It was, it was very, very, very funny that, that she gives these platitudes, and they, and they immediately, like, are like, LOL, no, that's not how that works. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, fuck you. So then we get the second to last uh, match of the December 4th episode uh, is with Charlotte and Mia Yim. They don't even try to not, they they try to not call it a jobber match, but you know, 
because they say things like this is a tune-up match, a warm-up match for Charlotte going into takeover. It's a layup. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is this. Okay, this is what this is like, huh? And it goes like two minutes. Charlotte instantly wins. Yeah. Pretty much. But then... Night-night. Oof. But then, uh, then Sasha comes out to do to talk some shit. She's wearing her custom Charlotte shirt that you know Charlotte has a T-shirt that says "If you're gonna do it," and on the back it says "Do it with flair." Sasha's wearing this shirt, but instead on the back it says "Do it like a boss." And I was like, "Oh, uh, one of one of one of Sasha's best heel traits is is her tendency to explicitly mock and satire her opponents' moves and mannerisms." Yeah, it she she uh, she, she, she loves, she loves like she loves mocking people, um, and it, it it's 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 cool because like it's it's on one hand very childish, but on the other like there is something like intimidating about it uh, with her because she's able to you know actually back that shit up. Yeah. She's doing your moves to you, and you can't really stop her from doing that. Yep, it's a it's but... a, it's a cool little touch. Yeah, so she goes off on Charlotte and is like, why don't you just give me that belt right now? And <laughs> and Sasha does a lot of a lot of a lot of basic insults of like, oh yeah, you're you're you do it with flair, right? Well, I got more flair than you or your dad. Yeah. And and Charlotte refuses to acknowledge that. And I was I, I was going to comment on that of how I get that they're not great insults, but it does feel a little a, a little too close to the John Cena syndrome for my personal liking. But then you get to the back half of the segment, and I'm okay with it. Where as um, Bailey comes out on a crutch, uh, and she's like, "If you, I, if you won't say, it, Charlotte won't say it, but I will." Is you need to shut up your, you need to shut your stupid ratchet mouth and get out of here. Okay, well, first of all, Bailey, I don't know why you think Charlotte wouldn't say that. She's led the crowd in like ratchet chants at least twice. <laughs> I don't know why you think Charlotte would be above that, but it was it was a fun moment. For, I thought it was a fun moment for Bailey co- to kind of like be a little meaner than she usually is. Yeah, well, that's what I'm talking about with fleshing out Bailey's character, right? Is that is that it's it's not just get doing it, letting the letting her usual shtick gets let's get stale. She is responding to the circumstances around her and growing with them, um, mm-hmm. and. It, it and allows for it allows for a little more edge to her character to keep things interesting. And I like what you said about the John Cena thing too. And it ties in earlier to why the crowd is so big on Bailey, even though she's like you know a John Cena esque goody two shoes. And I can't fully speak to the difference um, earlier on when Bailey was just like the straight up you know just chipper happy to be here sort of thing. Probably because you didn't have like the it was really earnest and it didn't mm-hmm. have like the smug hypocrite um uh side to it that cena does of like he's the top dog and he thinks he's better than everybody else and yada yada like bailey is is sweet and unassuming so the crowd's like in, more enchanted by her than than mm-hmm. cena who's, you know not that um but still acts like a like a righteous whatever um but what's what i, I like what you said there about charlotte not falling into the john cena syndrome and it i think what helps here is it's gonna sound really stupid, but um, the, the Charlotte and um, and Bailey together have each have a half of them that together makes up one whole John Cena. Um, <laughs> that, well, because well, think about it. 
Bailey has like that, um, has that, you know, chipper, go get him. I'm putting in the work and I'm going to be the best attitude about her. Mm -hmm. And Charlotte has the, uh, I am the best. I'm high and mighty. I'm better than you. Um, and I'm going to be smug about that shit. Um, attitude toward her. And you put those two traits together and you come out with John Cena and it, it can be really fucking insufferable. Like we've talked about, but you separate them out and you instead mix them in, uh, for Charlotte with the, um, the more, um, the more neutral calculating, um, honestly, you know, you're being honest about the fact that she's just driven to her own success and it's not some like weird boy scout persona thrown mm -hmm. on top of that to try to mask it. She's honest about her intentions. And then with Bailey, you have that kind of pure, um, that pure happiness, but it's got a, it's got a, uh, a, a green edge to it where she can get emotionally invested since she's so new to this and things can still really get to her, um, that don't get to her quite as, or her, her much more experienced, um, uh, uh colleague. So, so together, those traits can make up a very annoying John Cena, but separate it out and mix in with some other stuff. They're good and compelling traits to have. Um, so it avoids John Cena syndrome by taking John Cena, throwing him in a blender with a couple other character traits and coming out with two different wrestlers. Yeah. But uh, I was going to say is about what I was referring to with Charlotte is, is as I've, I complain about constantly is, is John Cena doesn't re not reacting when heels do stuff to him, say stuff to him. And I, that and how I think that undermines what the bad guy's trying to say. Um, and Charlotte gets a little bit of that here is that, in that she kind of doesn't react at all. She mostly she spends the entire time just kind of mocking Sasha while she's running her down. But the reason why I think it works here is because it does it. It, it, re, it works for the exact same reason. I said it worked when when we were talking about Cena and Punk and Punk saying like you're the New York Yankees is mm -hmm. if you give, you need to give her something that gets a reaction. And, and that creates a more compelling character. It's not that Charlotte is just above it all who knows she's the best. So she doesn't really care. She just sees the insults as childish. But, and, and what happens is, is Sasha's like, wow, okay. Bailey got some balls, huh? And, and her response to this is then kick Bailey, kick Bailey's crutch out of her hands and then just yeah. start laying into her again. Yeah, and, and that piss, that's what gets to Charlotte. Yep. Petty insults about her and her family, whatever. I don't care. I know I'm better than you. What does it matter? She knows attack, how to play the game. Yeah, but attack my friend who is injured because of you? Y'all fall. Hell no. That's where I know. No, I'm coming for you now. Well, that's what nice. Well, that's, that's what's nice about it, too, is that um, Charlotte um, uh, doesn't turn her back on Bailey because Bailey didn't listen to her. I, mm -hmm. I thought they were going to go that angle of... I did appreciate that, course, too. Of course, Bailey calls her, call, still calls Sasha out and ends up getting hurt mm -hmm. for it. And I thought they might run with an angle of Sasha being like, well, fine, you didn't listen, so you got what you deserve. Fuck you. Um, I can't trust you or something like that. Mm -hmm. But you think about her character, and it kind of makes sense that she's not going to turn her back on Bailey for that. Because, again, she knows how to play the game. And in and a she, way, and she and she knows Bailey. She knew that Bailey. She knows Bailey. Well, and 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 she knows since she's so familiar with the game. She knows, like she, 
she she's got to know like you know when you're young like that it's it's got to be an it's an instinct and you learn better and i think it helps too that i mean not to say that charlotte's at all reveling in bailey's getting mm. hurt here um but i could definitely see it being the case that charlotte you know off screen it, you know it, mm. it's assuming that you know kayfabe you know whatever but whatever. uh but but charlotte you know supposedly off screen kind of pulling bailey aside and being like okay you see you got hurt did you learn your lesson dumb dumb mm. yes okay good now let's go out there and not make that mistake again mm. sort of thing yeah um but... so so it's so the, i'm glad they didn't run that angle and i think it still stays consistent with their character that they didn't mm-hmm but then when Charlotte comes running for Sasha, Sasha uh, runs off, but Charlotte continues on. And eventually Charlotte grabs Sasha and throws her over her shoulder and is, and is yelling like, get me a ref, get a ref out of here. Yeah. She's, she's, she's doing this ass beating right now. <laughs> it was so good. No, it was great. And Sasha, classic Sasha, beg, just begging now. She, I love the I love especially because of so much of the motif with Charlotte and Bailey was about a handshake. I love how often Sasha, when she's begging for Charlotte to not attack her, she tries to offer a handshake. Yeah, I know. She's like a sportsman, like we're in a sportsmanship, right? It's like yeah, no. yep, yep. No, bitch. Nah, fuck you. <laughs> but but uh Be- Becky, Becky comes to stop Sasha from just getting murked, right? Are yeah. you sure that happened? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's I think that's how it plays out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh yeah, I know what happens. Is 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 Be- is Becky runs out. Sa- Charlotte murks Becky, but that gives Sasha time to hit the hit the backstabber. I believe they're calling it the bankrupt. Oh yeah. Now is we this we get to see her her like signature maneuver now is this mm-hmm. kind of developed into like the backstabber into the crossface aka the bank statement so it's just good good, good I, I love good, those names they're all just so i do like... i love them no uh but yep sticking to the shtick but yeah but anyway um, they knock they knock charlotte down right yep yeah, they do. They take knock her down, and then Sasha picks up the belt and and poses with it. And so now we get to NXT Takeover: Our Evolution, December eleventh. And uh, I and first off, I want to say I appreciate that for as much like chicanery and bullshits that's gone on in the buildup, that they kept the match straightforward. Yes. Between the yeah, two. I I, think I that was like much that. to that benefit. And again, I think, you know, again, for as much chicanery and bullshit as there's been, it does kind of stay consistent with their characters because at the end of the day, Sasha wants to prove herself individually, legitimately, just as much as mm-hmm. uh, as Charlotte or Bailey or, or to a lesser extent, Becky does. Mm-hmm. We'll get to our match and what a what a match that was. <laughs> yeah, no, it I, I don't think for me, it didn't quite rise to the heights of of the first Bailey versus Charlotte, or was it the second Bailey versus Charlotte? No, first the, Bailey the, versus Charlotte. Yeah, we've, we've only seen them. Yeah, we've only, the first one. The second one was the one yeah. we watched this time. Yeah. So for me, it didn't quite reach the heights of the first Bailey versus Charlotte personally, but it was still it was still really good. It was still really good um, to see now that we've developed Sasha's storyline further and you know created as I've been calling her the arch heel um, to face off against 
Charlotte as the like stalwart um, upholder of tradition, lineage, whatever. Um, it, it it was it was nice to see um, the two of them finally get to fight it out in this really official capacity after the entirety of their um, their arc thus far. Um, yeah, this is, it's been a long time coming. Like they've they have not gotten to wrestle each other one on one since the BFFs broke up and like would have been like May at this point. Yeah. So we're talking like seven months in real time. Yeah, they've been not going one on one. Really circling each other. And again, the times where um Charlotte attempts to engage with her, Sasha, Sasha runs. Um, so here, um, I guess Sasha's Sasha's finally like, all right, I'm I'm done running. It's time to prove myself. Um, or and, more accurately, she can't run because if she did run, then she'd lose the title. So well, yeah, lose yeah, out on the title. True. So she's, I guess she's I got have to be up. straight up. And 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 I mean that helps. I think that helps with the characterization because there's a certain mm-hmm. like desperate energy to this fight with with Sasha. I mean, um, Charlotte kind of has a consistent ring presence um, where. She can get knocked around and, you know, be worried about her her prospects at certain points. We see those flashes of her on those face, and I like seeing those flashes because it makes her feel more human um, than just, like, the legendary uh, Ric Flair's daughter. Um, but um, Sasha here kind of gets to develop this, um, this desperate fight for here's my chance. This is, this is my one chance. I don't want to, like, fuck it up. Um, yeah. So it makes her go harder, and there's a certain, um, a certain speed and fervor with which she moves that really communicates that she's just trying to throw everything at the wall to take this woman down. Mm-hmm. This was really Sasha's coming out party. If you look at the historical context of it, this was like this is the match to put her on the map. Is like, oh, oh, she's mm-hmm. like one of the best. Yeah. And that's the reputation she's held for her entire career up to this point, but. Like she is just going all out and you get to see both sides of Charlotte of Sasha, excuse me, of you get to see the mocking side of, of Sasha. I'm pretty sure she did all of Charlotte Flair's moves that weren't the, the, the natural selection or the figure four. I know yeah. she did. No, she didn't do a figure four, um, but like she did everything else. Like she, yeah. she did, she did the flare strut. She's doing the woo. She does the chops. She does the thing where you like, where like, Start where Charlotte head scissors you in the with her head and then th- pounds your head into the forces your head into the canvas. Like I can't think of. Wait, hold up! I just realized something that mm-hmm. should have been so fucking obvious. What the the thing of Sasha mocking her opponent's moves? Yeah, that's that's the mirror motif. <laughs> she is the, she is the truest of mirrors. Fuck! Wait, no. That's actually kind of that's actually kind of profound, um, because I mean, look at her, look at look at her character, and look at the way they talk about her, and look at look at how they do like the mirror motif stuff. Um, I now personally, this is actually like a small thing I take issue with, um, just because I don't like like character beats being framed in this way a lot of the time. Uh, but the way they talk about Sasha a lot, um, especially this uh this time around for all the episode bits we watched um they talk about how uh uh like she poisoned becky's mind um and she is um she she's she's like this she's played very much as this like corrupting influence um 
And I guess all of that taken into account and mixed in with the, you know, the visual motifs of not only the mirror, but how she will mock her opponents and mock their moves and stuff. Um, it feels like this very cool, subtle way of saying that Sasha Banks brings out the worst in everybody around her, herself included. Um, yeah. As she, as with each match, she gets more and more aggressive, more and more desperate, more and more evil. Um, it, 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 and thus her, thus her move set kind of becomes uh, a more vicious caricature of itself. Which, um, oh yes, it does. So we're gonna, I'm gonna have a good time to bring up is this yeah. is the first time she does the move, one of her classic move, signature moves now, where she will set she sets Charlotte on the middle rope, cross the middle rope, and then just double knees her straight in the gut, which yep. all, which knocks Charlotte off the middle turnbuckle as well. Yep. Like that is one of that's like Sasha's most vicious move. And this was like the first time we've gotten to see her do it. So yeah, they've been building this up and, and it damn this, I like just stumbling upon this now, but yeah, that's what Sasha is. She is that, uh, that the, the ghost in the mirror in a way, um, that, that reflection that stares you down and, um, taunts you and brings out the worst in you um, because of what it makes you see on the other side of that mirror. Um, give give me give me a couple give me a couple weeks and I'll figure out a way for Sasha to be a mirror an evil mirror version of all three of the other horsewomen. <laughs> give me a minute. Give me a few. Give me a few weeks. Yeah, leave it leave it to the DC Comics nerd to 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 fuck with a uh, multiverse like that. Um, Speaking of the DC Comics nerd, before we went deep enough in this, I was about to say. So what you're saying is that Sasha is Mirror Master. No, I don't and, even know who the fuck that is. I just know it's goddamn. How it. dare you! I don't one know of, these things. The I'm not Flash, the DC Comics nerd here. What if the Flash is rogues? One of That's his one greatest of enemies. I yes, literally only Mirror know Master Captain Jordan Golden Glider. That's all I know. Yeah, the uh, he's Mirror Master. It's one of the other uh, other rogues. Then that takes away my other joke, where I was going to call Becky Lynch top, because that's the Mirror Master's assistant. Oh my god regardless she even she she does she she bangs her head in a almost in a circular motion you know like a top nope nope no perfect we have we have worked our way into this i refuse to believe that that sasha banks and becky lynch's relationship are a deep cut reference to mirror master and top i fucking oh, no, refuse to believe oh it. no oh no they didn't they did they would never have thought this deeply into it they didn't even think that deeply into the mirror part but i'm putting well, it in. evidently they did because because it's again no pun intended perfectly reflective of of how she treats people in ring so evidently they did what Sasha is truly the master of the mirrors. I'm gonna, gonna call her mirror. Every, gonna... every goddamn time wrestling uses metaphor. It 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 shouldn't I, I should I should stop having my mind blown by this, but like the bar is usually so goddamn low that when it just like shoots up to things you can actually like analyze and like dig deep into as subtext, I'm just like, oh, oh shit, this is pinnacle writing. Oh, I don't know how to handle this. It's amazing. Okay. Who, how are the other rogues fit into this? Let's see. You know, if, Sa if Charlotte was heel, she could be Captain Cold. I feel, I feel like that works really well. 
in oh. a, lot, a lot of directions. Um, heat wave, heat wave. It's not really. I, I will come up with this. The oh, the rogues gal- Flash's rogues gallery, but as oh, as man. NXT women. NXT women as the rogues. Four, yeah, the four the four horse women are the rogues. You decide. Hey. Uh, anyway, where were we? Um, uh, Sasha, yes, Sasha Mir- mocking Charlotte the whole time, but at the same time, yes, also being insanely aggressive, increasingly aggressive and desperate. Yep. And she's clinging, and she is clinging to her hopes that she's going to beat Charlotte. And mm. I think you make a good point of like Charlotte being like a, a kind of a consistent presence, which works well to Sasha kind of being being so manic in comparison yeah um but it, it i i will i will also say this um i was convinced for a majority of this that sasha was going to pick up the dub um because mm-hmm. the consistent presence doesn't always mean like coded victorious uh and the manic doesn't always mean coded coded loser to me i thought they were going to roll with the thing where with sasha's like increased increasing aggressiveness and her increasing drive to get this title and everything that she could very well pick it up um and you know rise up even further maniacally laughing all the way um as she as she just slips further and further into power hungry whatever um um but she she ends up she does end up uh losing to charlotte charlotte does end up retaining um, which came as a surprise to me, and I'm interested to see what angle they play from here because um, it seems like it'd almost be trite to just try to keep to do another. Well, Sasha's still like gunning for title and still getting angrier and angrier and crazier and crazier about it. Um, but as we've established earlier in this episode, they're uh, uh, treating this whole force four horsewoman thing as an ensemble piece makes me feel like they're going to find an interesting new angle to take this with um after after the fact like it like this loss will probably still have a negative effect on sasha's psyche don't get me wrong um but i do feel like there's going to be some um some uh you know another new angle to this now that this uh story part has kind of played itself out you're giving me a look like that's not the case oh no i i'm sorry my look I th- i'm just th- thinking of like i wish i could comment you wish you could comment because I, oh, I do know where because I know where yeah, this goes. Yeah, that, well, well, that's, I your, I could... I, that's your I know where this goes face. But since you're not like poker facing it, and you're kind of going like, I don't know if that's like if that's the if that's the uh, I wish I could say something face or the or the oh no you're very wrong face and I wish I could. Tell you. So I don't know. Uh, I guess you'll have to find out in a few weeks. Yeah, let's find out what I meant. Uh, I will also I want to also say is that like this is this is uh, I want to talk like the uh, I guess is kind of before we kind of wrap up a little bit mm-hmm. is kind of a as the development is the is the continued evolution of Sasha's relationship with the crowd. Uh, I mentioned going into I mentioned going in that we have to deal with the issue of like the kind of racist Sasha's ratchet chants that were that were big on that were a big fun. They're a big function of her character and mm-hmm. the crowd does it. And the baby faces call her ratchet too. Yeah. I was going to say Bailey, and, into it. but yeah, Charlotte leads ratchet chance. It's not great to be honest, but, 
I do find I do find it fascinating the way that evolved the way that evolves in the crowd, and we've seen parts of that in that like it used to be it was only the Sasha's Ratchet chant, but we have consistent we have seen increasingly loud no she's not chants, and I mentioned while we were watching this the takeover match this was the first time that the crowd chanted for Sasha. Like after Sasha did the double knees move, immediately the crowd started going Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks. And from the rest of the match, it wasn't them ch- chanting for Charlotte. It was them chanting for, but it was dueling chants for both of them. Yeah. And so I would say that this is a turning point, a major turning point in how the crowd reacts to Sasha Banks as it kind of becomes like everyone starts appreciating how really good she is. Mm-hmm. And so we lean away from the ratchet chance. And I, I definitely appreciate that. Um, mm-hmm. It's again, we were talking earlier about the crowd. It is nice to know that they go through their own sort of character development here mm-hmm. um, in response to Sasha. And, you know, I don't want it to be that it's like, oh, Sasha just got so good. They couldn't like help, but stop the racism anymore. Mm-hmm. But, but, um, but it is nice that she does start to garner that sort of respect in the crowd. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 good to see. Yeah, um, and uh, also was uh, we got the chant of "This is wrestling," which I told to David. That's that's such a throwback of like, um, I believe they chant. I think they might have chanted women's wrestling too, but I might just be misremembering that. Um, mm-hmm. but like. That is such a typical chant for this point. It, it's such a chant that is def- that defines this particular era of history in a way that not many chants do, because most chants are kind of evergreen. They're kind of always applicable. Like they're either applicable to a specific character or they're always applicable to any almost any situation that's appropriate. But like yep. this is wrestling is so indicative of this late era divas era because it's a because they only did it about women's wrestling because mm. this was a time this was about those chants were about saying this is like, this is legit. This is what we want. This is women's wrestling, not the divas stuff we see on raw and SmackDown every week. Yeah. And like, that's really cool to remember to kind of reminisce and remember those eras where like, this is wrestling were relatively common among pretty much any good women's wrestling mats that WWE had at the time. And now they don't exist anymore because they're not necessary. Like at this point, the women's wrestling being good, or at least like, not complete ass in comparison to men's wrestling is a given. So like, you don't need a chant. This is wrestling. Like you don't need to send that message to the, to the company anymore. And so that was, I, that was really cool to remember that what that was like in that time period, in this very specific time period where that chant is appropriate. Yeah. That's that's an interesting nostalgia trip because what makes it so cool is like the fact that it no longer exists. Like the fact, Mm -hmm. the fact that it's nostalgic because it no longer exists is like the triumphant part of it uh that's yeah that's definitely awesome um it again i i talked about this the last time we did nxt it is so um you know bewildering to me that they were able to get the four horsewomen up on nxt because when you compare it to what was on main wwe at that same time it's night and goddamn day um Mm -hmm. So the fact that we get to see this very distinct contrast, um, the fact that this is wrestling, um, 
I don't know how they got to do it when the main stuff was so pointedly horrible. Um, but I will forever be grateful that mm. yes, this is wrestling. Yep. And you know, on the main roster at this point in time, you know, of course, with when you have people like Paige or Emma having mm-hmm. parts now, like obviously, like the in-ring stuff is getting better, but like yep. it's still it still has that like structural issue of like st- what is it? What's it like narratively to do a women's wrestling, a divas storyline that di- that hasn't changed at, in late 2014. But like, we're getting there. Oh, and so that's always that's so fun to do. But to kind of wrap this up on where we're at, where in this in this kind of story in this for this story beat is, I feel like more my takeaway from this episode was kind of like it was really building up Sasha and Becky in the way that our last one built up in our at least in our eyes for our little journey here built up Charlotte and Bailey. Mm-hmm. Like this was this was the one to kind of help, you know. I I talk I keep talking about like full characters becoming more fully realized and the best versions of themselves in this very kind of man this kind of narrative structure that comes from NXT as purpose. And it's like Bailey and Charlotte technically not their best versions of themselves in some senses, but like they're basically there where they're where they're gonna be as characters. Yeah, and this is Becky and Sasha kind of. Sasha just by leaning all the hell the way in <laughs> on being the bad guy and Bailey and Becky coming along for the ride and dry and becoming like mosh pit rocker chick are there on their this this was their their come up mm-hmm. and to kind of help build them as, as as top level players too. We can now fully see both sides of the coin. And from here on out, we get to have the fun of just flipping it constantly and see which side it lands on. Yep. But that is for next time. Indeed. And yes. And what do we? What will we watch next time? Ho ho! Our first oh, movie review, God. folks. Oh God! I have I have determined that what our next arc must in fact be Hulk Hogan versus in his versus the villain from no holds barred and a real wrestling match. So the only way that this storyline will make any sort of sense is of course we must watch watch no holds barred barred. Hulk Hogan's magnum opus. If if, if I may, if I may be so bold as to claim that, you know, first I have to say, I don't know what sort of diabolical shit you have planned because you are touting this as the way you are finally going to get me to understand the appeal of the golden age. And we're starting off with a shitty Hulk Hogan movie. Um, so I don't know like what bullshit you have in store that you think it's still going to be effective. We're leading off with this crap, but I'm in for the ride at this point. So I guess indeed <laughs> so david hit our plugs please Ah, <laughs> uh, yes sir all right my friends my dear dear delightful friends thank you all so much for joining us once again here on the noobs and knockouts podcast if you are a returning listener viewer what have you thank you 
so much for once again allowing us back into your eardrum. We are uh, honored to be with you, honored that you're spending the time with us, and we hope you continue to do so. If you are brand new to the podcast, welcome. We are delighted to have you. We welcome both noobs and knockouts alike here on this podcast, and so we hope you've had fun whichever you may be, and we hope you will continue to join us as well. If you would like to continue to join us and you're not entirely sure how to do so, not to worry, my friends, I will tell you right now. First of all, you can subscribe to us on YouTube. We are the Noobs and Knockouts Podcast. Hit subscribe, ring that bell, turn it a nice little solid color so that you get notifications every time we drop new content. Um, uh, like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Add us to your playlist. Check out our playlist. Austin has been so kind as to organize each arc that we follow into their own distinct YouTube playlist. It is phenomenal. Check it out. Nice and organized. Good stuff all around. Uh, you can also find us on our uh, on three of the best places to get your podcasts uh, purely audially, uh, aud- aud- audibly. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I think uh, audibly was the correct term. Yeah, what what have you? Uh, 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 um, uh, those get would be in your re- ears. Regard, yes, in your ears. Regardless of the adjective, adverb. Fuck. Um, Look uh, at the adjective. No, I did the adjective mean. Um, uh, regardless, uh, ears. <laughs> Look at the, the adjective are ears. Spotify, Apple, and Google. Check us out on on one, two, or all three if you like. Uh, uh, follow us. Give us downloads, give us likes, give us ratings, uh, anything to tell those algorithms that we're super cool dudes and that more people should be listening to us because they really should. Let's be real, guys. Come on. I mean, seriously. Uh, you can also find us on our social media. On Twitter, we are at Noobs and Knox Pod. That's Noobs, the letter N, Knox Pod. Down here, bada Correct. boom, if you're on if you're on YouTube. I'm going to get this eventually. Uh, 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 turn the Close finger enough. this way. Good enough. Close enough. Whatever. Yeah. Uh Regardless, Austin's the one above it. He does the legwork. Yeah, I feel it. like it's more um, important than I get it. I'm just the voice. Um, <laughs> um, so so be sure to check us out there. Uh, we 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 tweet out some dank memes. Uh, we interact with the with the broader wrestling fandom. Um, we uh we like to uh uh post every time our our episodes drop. Uh, and of course, the highlight of the Noobs and Knockouts Twitter is Austin live tweeting his wrestling watching. My friend, what is on the docket coming up this week? All right. So, coming up this week will is the last of AEW's uh, we the, the the Welcome Back tour that is started with Road Rage, Fighter Fest nights one and two, and then Fight for the Fallen. Um. And we don't have any matches for that card yet. Uh, we ta- I'm taping this before Dynamite on Wednesday, so mm-hmm. I can't tell. I could for I'm taping this before Fighter Fest Night Two, so I'm afraid that I can't tell you what the matches are. But I can say that a heavily rumored match for the Fight for the Fallen may in fact be a five on five elimination match: The Dark Order and Hangman Page against Kenny Omega and the Elite. And if Hangman wins. Hangman and the Dark Order win. Hangman Page gets a shot at Kenny Omega's AEW title. And the Dark Order gets a shot at the Young Bucks tag titles. So we don't have a confirmed date for that match yet, but we know that it's happening. And that's and Fight for the Fallen seems like a really obvious spot for it. So mm-hmm. be on the lookout for that. I will When I know what date it is and if we're ta- taping it correctly that I can advertise for it, I will. Uh, meanwhile, uh, that because AEW Dynamite is again Wednesdays on TNT 
8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I do follow WWE and Impact as well on a less. I don't watch week. I don't watch live weekly, so we don't live tweet them, but we do live tweet all their pay-per-views. And I guess right now it's not really a good time to pitch pay-per-views because uh aew's next pay-per-view is in september so they don't have any matches for that yet and uh just this past weekend we got a slammiversary for impact wrestling and money in the bank for wwe so there is like no pay-per-view matches to really shill right now yeah he's coming up on the book yeah yes i will say though fantastic shows both of them um outstanding impact wrestling shitting out Yes, a uh, fuck peacock. Fuck um, peacock. Yeah, so Slammiversary, uh, Impact Wrestling is settling into this role of like, what if what if, we are Switzerland of wrestling? Anybody <laughs> from any company can come in here and have matches. Like they're they're they are like the nexus point of crossover events, and so that that's kind of exciting in its own way. There's a lot of exciting stuff going on impact right now as they are crossing over with triple uh, a in Mexico and AEW and new Japan pro wrestling and the, and the NWA and a little bit of ring of honor. They, they, there's room for them in this party too. So that's, that shit is lit. Um, meanwhile, meanwhile, WWE money in the bank again, great show. Uh, have some, I have some complaints my biggest one is definitely the fact that Peacock uh, shitted out for about 10 minutes there. And I wasn't sure if I was going to get to watch the rest of the live pay-per-view. And it was on the second to last match. You know, the matches that we were, we were they were the matches that you really wanted to see. And yeah. they were like, uh, they, well, time to stop working. Uh, good times. Fuck Peacock. And fuck, fuck, and fuck the WWE for not letting us use VPNs on the network anymore. Fuck Piece WWE. Piece of shit. I hope you enjoy your billion dollars. For I'm sorry, WWE. We deal. don't. We don't hate you. Please, please, please love us. I'm not. I'm not going to beg. <clears throat> look, look. I'm. I'm. I'm just. I'm just saying. If if we if we get big enough, we don't want the WWE people looking back on this and being like, "Wow, they're really mean to us." Wow, these guys are a bunch of idiots. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, but we'll but do be on the lookout for um, in the coming weeks where I will talk more about uh, when a uh, impactness pay per view is bound for glory in October. Uh, AEW has all out in September. WWE has SummerSlam next month in August. So Ooh. like soon there will be matches that I can talk about for future pay per views. But for now there is none. So it's like well, not gonna bother. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so be sure to check all of that out. Um, Austin's live tweeting is awesome. He's very diligent about it. Uh, he tweets out some great stuff, great insights, great memes, um, um, uh, rants where appropriate, uh, all that good stuff. Be sure to check it out. It is awesome. Uh, you can also email us. We have a Gmail account, uh, noobsandknockoutspod at gmail.com. That's noobs, the word and this time, knockoutspod at gmail.com. Uh, shoot us an email, say hi, tell us what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show, what you'd like to see more of uh, on the show, request episode, uh, 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 episodes and arcs and all that stuff. Uh, tell us just how lovely, lovely you think our voices are, all that sort of good stuff. We just love hearing from people. If you say hi, we'd love to say hi back. Uh, so, so hit us up at that as well. And finally, we have a Patreon. Subscribe. You can subscribe to our Patreon. We are the Noobs and Knockouts Podcast on Patreon. $1 a month gets you early access to episodes and a shout out at the end of each episode. See y'all next time. Hasta luego. <laughs>